Hey everyone, we're Brie and Haley, two friends building a safe space that feels like grabbing drinks with a friend. Come join us and let's grab drinks. Hey friends, thanks for grabbing drinks with us today. Talking about politics and things going on in the world is something that comes up here and there in our lives and certainly more often in certain seasons. So we wanted to grab drinks to chat about how to have boundaries, productive conversations, and healthy relationships with people in our lives that we love who may have different views than us. And really our hope is that by having this conversation, you feel less alone in whichever situation you find yourself with friends and family, and maybe leave with a couple of ideas for having conversations and setting boundaries. So to kick us off, I, for grabbing a drink with you guys today, I'm still not drinking alcohol, womp womp. At the time of recording this, I am almost 35 weeks pregnant, but I'm realizing, because we're trying to batch things so I can have maternity leave, this baby better be here by the time this episode's coming out, that's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully, I think that's the plan. (laughs) That's the plan. Hopefully you guys have seen a really cute uh, baby picture at some point. But until then, I'm going to grab myself a non-alcoholic beer. I don't drink them very often because hashtag bloat. Um, But for this conversation, that sounds great. So what about you, Haley? Well, if you're drinking a beer, then I'll drink a beer too. I actually do enjoy a, a good beer. Like I love going to a brewery and sitting there. I, I think I enjoy the like trying new beers, like I don't know why. Even if I hate them, I will still enjoy it because I'm trying something (laughs) new. (laughs) I love going to breweries too, though. I don't. I just think it's a really fun experience. Yeah. Like, especially if it's got one that has like a great atmosphere and like Mm -hmm. games or something. I've been to some really cool ones. It's fun. Yeah. I like the flights. Like you can try a little of a bunch of different ones and feel like you're experiencing all new. But anyway, (laughs) so yeah, Yeah, drinking a a beer. (laughs) to kick this conversation off do you have people in your life who have different viewpoints than you absolutely I think we all do like we all yeah to some some extent like I know a a lot of us surround ourselves with people who think the way we do believe the way we do but I think there is something beautiful in finding people in your life who have different opinions than you and kind of learning through them. So we'll get into that a little bit, but I definitely have people who don't believe exactly how I believe and have different views, but also it wasn't too long ago that I felt differently than I do now. So, yep, I agree. Um, yeah, same for me. I mean, I definitely have people in my life that are, I feel like all ends of different views and different beliefs. And I agree. I think there can be definitely challenging moments because of that, which we'll get into, which is kind of why we're having that conver- this conversation. But I do think it is a good thing as well. You know, I think it's, I, I, I think it's healthy as a society because I feel like if we all, you know, kind of put ourselves in our own little bubbles of beliefs, that's how wars happen. And that's, how, you know, like if we're going extreme, like that's how like really bad things happen. So yeah. I think it's good for us to, not completely isolate ourselves just into our camps of thoughts. And I, I've been the same way I have gone through. I mean, I grew up very religious and in a certain way of thinking about things. And 
um, have gone through different seasons of life of learning different things and changing how I feel about certain aspects. And so, you know, I think that's also a good thing to note because I can, I think that can give you empathy for other people and that can help you to understand where other people are coming from is when you have had gone through, because I know not all of us have gone through that experience of like thinking one way and then thinking a different way. For me, I have found it to be beneficial because while I may not agree with you, it does help me to understand a bit more of where you're coming from. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think too, like it doesn't have to be, you know, a huge change in how you've thought of things. It could be like one view on one aspect And that could be the thing that is creating tension in a relationship. And that I find that to be most of the conversations that I'm having. And I kind of prefer it that way where I'm not like trying to say, oh, this whole, you know, either political system or this whole religious system is X, Y, Z and why I don't agree with it or why I do agree with it or whatever I find that like focusing on one thing in a conversation is kind of easier to navigate that particular conversation but I I'll get into that too so yeah I I I think so because then it can otherwise it can just kind of get out of hand (laughs) yeah (laughs) so maybe let's start with you know boundaries that we have set for ourselves and why do you want to go first Yeah, I, so I have two boundaries that I really set and one, the first is a simple one. It's, I don't argue online. I just don't. I, I know people say like, well, you need to share your beliefs and your values and that's fine, but I'm not going to get into an argument because it is going nowhere. Like that is my, that is my first boundary that I set. And I set it a long time ago. I don't know that I've ever posted anything that would spark a debate of any kind for that very reason, because I want to have productive conversations. And alongside that, my biggest boundary would be walking away from unproductive conversations and only having the ones that I feel like are having or making an impact or just acknowledging. Like if someone is open to discussing something because they want to learn like why I believe the way I believe and they're not trying to say, oh, you're wrong or you're incompetent or whatever the case is, I want to make sure that it is going somewhere, whether it's just for Mm -hmm. them to have a better understanding of me or it's they're interested in just having a normal discussion that's not them trying to change my mind and I'm not trying to change theirs because I it's very, I think experience is what changes minds. I don't think it's someone telling you this is what I believe and you should believe it too. Like it's, I feel weird like saying that because I want, I feel like conversations can make an impact, but I also Mm -hmm. think that experience is going to be the thing that makes the actual impact. Yeah. And you can't force that. You can't force it. You can't force somebody to change no matter how much you may want them to. Yeah, similar with me. Like, I'm not going to argue. I'm just not. I'm not going to debate. I don't think there's any point. I feel like, if anything, it makes people lock in further and dig their heels in further, even Mm -hmm. if they may, I may see their point of view a little bit or they may see my point of view a little bit. When you get to that point of 
argumentative, it's not productive. It's not productive. It's not healthy. It's not good for anybody or the relationship in general. So yeah, that's definitely one for me as well. The other one is just not looking at certain things online that I know are just going to rile me up and (laughs) make me frustrated. And so there's been instances where maybe that's unfollowing certain people or muting certain people. Um, and, And that could be personal connections or it could be just, you know, larger organizations or news or whatever it may be. There's just certain things that I know is not going to be productive for me. Mm -hmm. I want to be informed, but we all know there's certain things that like you look at and it's going to just trigger you and make you (laughs) want to vent and want to just have, and like, sometimes I do like, sometimes like I have certain friends that I'll be like, Oh my God, I got to just talk about this because it's insane. But I I don't think that's a productive mindset to be in frequently. So that is one boundary that I set for myself is just like, this is not something I need to see every day. There is no point in getting my blood pressure up over this. It's not good for my mental health. So yeah, that is a boundary that I set as well. Yeah. And I think we'll kind of get into more of like conversations with friends and family and boundaries that we put up there. Oh yeah. And speaking of those conversations, like it's, One thing that's really hard to navigate is deciding if they're worth having, when to have them, where to have them. I don't think family Christmases are the place to do it. No. (laughs) Um, But like when, where, and why, or Mm -hmm. when not to. So how do you navigate that? Like whether it's friends, family, anything. I think, you know, one of the things is – it doesn't have to be something that always comes up, you know, Mm -hmm. like I think it is, it's definitely challenging for me when I have a hard time with it is when I've seen somebody that I am about to spend time with having gone on a rant about something typically on social media that frustrates me (laughs) kind of putting up boundaries and like blocks or I don't, I'm not coming up with the right word, but like kind of um, putting it out of your mind whenever you're going to see them is not easy. It's definitely not easy, except especially if it's something that is very strong. It can be pretty frustrating or if it's aimed towards something they think that you should see or something they send you. And so I think, you know, one of the things when it comes to that is, again, I'm not going to have the conversation with you over text or Mm. through DMs. Yeah. And I've said that to people before, like, I am very happy to have this conversation with you, but it needs to be either on the phone or in person. We're not going to do this over DM because it's just not going to be productive and you can't sense tone and hear tone and all of that. And somebody's going to get hurt because of it. And so the other thing too is just what I have found is finding things that you want to talk about with people you're spending time with. So like, you know, Christmas, for example, right? And sometimes it is kind of prepping those conversations in your head about here, here are some safe topics that we can have at Christmas. Here's some things I, here's some, you know, I think of like the, 
like silly um, shows where they're like, I gotta have my cards ready for my date and what yeah. we're gonna talk about <laughs> or whatever. But also sometimes, you know, I've talked to my therapist about it and she's like, sometimes it is good to have those things in your head of like, here's some things that we can talk about and to just kind of redirect a conversation is really good. And then one thing I heard too from another podcast was um, her just saying like, if somebody does pop off with something, which is what I feel like kind of happens, because I'm definitely not the person to, I don't know about you, but I'm not the one to you typically bring something up. Um, <laughs> I'm not typically the one to just spout off an angry remark about something political or religious or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually somebody else. And I haven't rec- come back with anything like this yet because I haven't been faced with this situation recently. But what I heard on the podcast was just, um, she was like, you know, not everybody in the room thinks that's thinks the same way as as that remark or whatever. So um, why don't we talk about this instead and just completely I, change the subject? I love that because it's it's always an awkward thing. Like I'm I'm typically the one to get up and just walk out. I don't like yeah, make a scene. Same. I just kind of navigate my way out of the room um Mm -hmm. and like to be completely honest I don't love talking politics in general like yeah I think a lot of it comes down to the comfort level I have with someone how comfortable I am telling them my beliefs because like I I think we all hold our our own beliefs very tightly and not out of fear of judgment but more of like am I ready to navigate these conversations with people and if I am like I have to be comfortable with them not only that, but like it's nowadays they're very heavy topics and, and they are hard to talk about depending on where your conversation goes. And sometimes it's draining. Yeah, it can be very draining. Do you feel like, because I've had this conversation with my husband, I'm like, do you feel like the topics are heavier now or is it because we're older, we're not in college anymore, we're kind of past that stage of life? And so now it could be the same type of conversations that were happening 10 years ago, but we just weren't paying attention. I was not paying attention 10 years ago. I I know that. I think too, I think with the internet, things are more accessible. Things are, we're more educated nowadays. So, I mean, if I had been my age 10 years ago, I don't know that I would have been as, knowledgeable in all of this as I am today but also like I probably would feel the same way I feel now of like how I want to have these conversations and Mm -hmm. I mean but also 10 years ago we didn't I mean Facebook existed but it wasn't being used the way it is and all social media for that matter I I mainly say Facebook because I feel like that's where I see all of the rants and like the discussions happening um Mm -hmm. but I don't know. Like, that's a good question, though, because I kind of want to ask the people that are 10 years older than me. Like, were you Mm -hmm. having these conversations 10 years ago or like, how did you navigate them? Yeah, I'm curious. We'll have to start that conversation in our Facebook group. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so curious about that. That's just something I've wondered. I'm like, were we just not paying attention? But yeah, I think social media 100% has... Well, it's given people a place to ample, to have a voice, mm-hmm. right? And so we're hearing a lot more voices. And kind of what you were saying earlier with like setting boundaries, that's been something 
honestly, like to me, it's wild how unfiltered people are on the internet. <laughs> I'm just like, you would never say that to somebody's face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, yes. I hope not. <laughs> I've never like experienced somebody saying that to somebody's face. Um, I think I would just be shocked and yeah. I don't know what I would do. Even if you go to like, I, I enjoy it when I have the the capacity in my brain to deal with it, but I enjoy going to like a news, our local news station, their Facebook page and the comments mm. and seeing like such differing opinions, oh, it's wild. but like how hateful they are to each other. And I'm like, yes. Okay. First of all, you don't know this, but I know you and I know you and you're yelling at each other, but you don't know each other. And I'm like, Oh, it's entertaining for sure. It but is. Also, it's almost it's... like watching a reality <laughs> TV show on yeah. like the like the comments. I'm like, I'm just here for the comments. Yeah. But then it's like, this is a real. I've never encountered. I didn't. I'm not in a small town, so I'm like, I definitely don't know anybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I mean, it's entertaining. It's a little disappointing though that people can be so hateful and mean. And I think yeah. that's something I do want to get into today and like how those conversations can go. And how to keep them, again, productive, but also respectful. And I know this is not in our outline, but I came up when you were talking, I was thinking about it, of what would you say to a listener who is like, well, why wouldn't you just cut them out of your life when they believe so differently than you? Because I do, like, I've had that question to myself before. Like, someone has asked me that. But also, like, where, where do you draw that line or do you even draw it? Because I personally, I'll go ahead and answer it for myself. I'm a fan yeah, of of keeping communication open, keeping conversations going that are respectful. And when they hit the disrespect, that's when I draw the line of like, okay, I'm mm-hmm. not, we're not having these conversations anymore. Mm-hmm. But like, they are still an important person to me. I don't have to believe every single thing the exact same way as all my friends there are lines there I mean I think there are lines yes. but I also don't of my friend group and my family I don't have anyone who's crossing those lines to the extent that or even crossing the lines that I've set like human rights all of those things I think those are the lines that I would set personally but where I'm at in the conversations the things I know about the people that I do have deferring beliefs with they're not there. So I guess that's my response to it, but I would, I'm curious to know yours. Yeah. And I feel like this is something that's come up more often than not that I've seen conversation, not maybe not recently, but definitely probably like two years ago of seeing a lot of people online, just cutting, cutting people off. For me, it's not very realistic especially when it's family and you know I definitely like have had conversations with certain family members and we've kind of ended the conversation with like okay like maybe this is something we just can't talk about yeah and that's also hard like I I I I've had a hard time with that because I'm definitely somebody that I think I'm someone who like wants to see the world through rose-colored glasses and wants to believe that everybody that we can get along and that we can have different opinions but also can come together and find productive solutions and be empathetic toward each other that's how I am as a person and I want to believe that we can all do that 
but I know that's I'm I'm not the same as everybody and that's <laughs> a good thing right like we can't all be the same the world would be a very boring place but so, so it is hard for me when it, it comes to that point of like somebody saying like okay well we just can't talk about this I'm like well, that sucks yeah. but I, I have you know instead of completely cutting somebody out like if somebody were to ask me you know about that like I would say there's just been more for me personally there's been more boundaries that have been put up and more things that I will say yes to and more things that I will say no to as a result of certain things just to protect my mental health or you know whatever it may be and I, I think I, I would hope that more people would kind of do that rather than just cut somebody out completely I mean, obviously, if there's something abusive or something, you know, yeah. really, really detrimental, obviously, you have to take care of yourself. You have to take care of your family. But I think if we can all attempt to be a little bit more empathetic towards each other, but then I, th- I think it comes down to, like, setting more boundaries. I mean, like, okay, knowing this conversation that happened, what am I comfortable with moving forward? What makes me feel safe? Because, again, like, it could be something... It could be something massive or something like smaller, I think, you know, is that's the hard thing, right? It's like if somebody were to ask me that, I'd be like, okay, well, what are we talking about here? Like, are we talking yeah. about like they attacked your career or we talk, you know, like, are we just having a difference in opinion over religion? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I feel, I feel like there's different, it, it's a very sl- like a big scale. I don't know if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it does. That kind of answers your does. question. Yeah, it's, I, it's hard. It's really hard. I think too, like, even if you are, if you decide you're in a space where you can have those conversations, like, I don't know how to say it. I think it's good to have those conversations. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I just feel like in general that, again, like if we just kind of stick to our own little bubble of mm-hmm. beliefs, right, and of our ways of thinking – I think then that's when things get worse and worse and worse yeah. when we become so polarized and in our own echo chambers mm-hmm. of ways of thinking. And that's something I challenge myself to do is to, okay, if I am getting my news from a certain source, I want to know what is being said on the other side of the spectrum or, yeah. you know, what's been said in the middle, like, because there are so many extremes to the conversation that I want to make sure that I have not found myself in an echo chamber. Yeah. Now that's not to say that my beliefs on a certain thing are necessarily going to change, but as I want to be a well-rounded human mm-hmm. and want to be able to understand and, and want to make sure that I am not sucked into just this echo chamber and not open to hearing other viewpoints because maybe I'm hearing something that is totally more extreme than I thought it was. Yeah. And I just need to get back centered, you know? So that's something that I try to do is just make sure I'm not only hearing one viewpoint. Yeah. I think that's good. I I like that you said that because I think for myself, I will hear something new or like end up in a conversation where they're talking about something that I don't necessarily have the facts to continue a conversation where like I haven't determined my own beliefs in it and I find that so much more than I ever thought I would where people are talking and I'm like okay one 
either a new thing has happened in the news or there's some bill out there that someone wants to pass and sounds good what they're saying, but I have no idea. I don't know like what they're talking about. So I, I need to go do my own research. So yeah, definitely. Before jumping on the bandwagon one way or the other. (laughs) Yes. Yes. No, I totally Mm -hmm. agree. And I'm somebody that it also takes me time either to do the research or to like process how I feel about a certain situation. I'm not somebody that just like immediately knows and can just immediately like come back with what I want to say about something. Like it takes me time to process things. Mm -hmm. And that's with, that even happens with like work and just like things that don't like aren't so serious. Right. That's just who I am. And so I have found myself in those type of conversations where I just stay more quiet Mm -hmm. um, because I, takes me longer to process. And then, yeah, a lot of times it is like it's doing the research and it's learning, okay, the full scale of something. So like, for example, like the state of the union just happened and, um, we watched part of it and, you know, there's always like, there was people like happy about something and all people like mad about something. And every time I watch anything like that, I'm always like, I know nothing. (laughs) I feel like I know nothing. And so like he was talking about a bill or something and like some people were cheering and some people were upset. And I'm like, I want to read, I want to know what's in this bill. I want to know why people are happy and I want to know why people are upset. Right. So I can make my own decision rather than just like falling with a party. I'm so glad you said that. Like, I don't want to just like, oh, okay, well, I should cheer. I should be upset. I want to know, okay, well, what's in this that's making people feel so strongly about it so I can make my own decision. Yeah. And I think, too, it's important to note that you do not have to affiliate yourself with every single belief of a particular party. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. That has been – that's been one of my hardest conversations to navigate is, like, I – to be completely transparent – I fall in the middle. Like there's, there's not a party I want to associate with for a lot of different reasons. A lot of it comes down to, I don't want to be boxed into one belief and like me have an idea of, I believe this, which falls under this party. And I tell Mm -hmm. someone that, and then they're like, oh, well she's on this side. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. want that. I, I want to just kind of have my beliefs and share that and spread that. In yeah. the sense of like, it, it all comes down to this. And my husband and I talked about this and um, when we first got married was religion and how we mm-hmm. are going to raise our kids. We are both, we were both raised in religious households. We both have our own issues with religion, not to the extent that like we have completely left a religion in general, but we decided that part of what we would do because I went to Christian college. I spent my whole life growing up in church and we were taught to spread the word of God Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to get super religiousy here, but we decided that rather than forcing our kids or our beliefs or whatever on other people that we were just going to do good and be good and let that be seen. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of how I feel about politics too, is if I can, lead a life that is good to other people, then people don't have to question my morals or question what I believe. They can just be happy with knowing who I am as a person and trusting that I want what's best for all people. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think, (laughs) which can also make people 
assume things about you too. Yeah. Right. And I think that's what I have, <laughs> yeah. or at least I've experienced that. And I, cause I feel the same way is even if you come from a, I'm like, how deep do we go here? If you come from a Christian background, like both of us do, I think what we were taught and what you were kind of, you know, is to take care of people and to help people yeah. and all of that. And that seems to sometimes now go against what some Christians believe politically, which is yeah. strange to me. So there's, there's, there's a lot of gray areas, which, you know, we talked about on the podcast. It's not all black and white. Like there's so much gray, but what you were saying earlier is, you know, that has been a point of frustration for me personally mm-hmm. is when people assume a certain thing about me, especially, you know, like what you were saying, like you do not have to agree with every single thing that a mm-hmm. party wants and is pushing the, their agenda that they're pushing just because you voted a certain way. Yeah. We are complex humans. We, we live in the gray. And again, like I think it's detrimental when you just go to one extreme or the other, right? Like there, that is a very hard place to be. I think that causes more conflict than good. Instead, like we, most of us try to live kind of in the gray and in the middle of, you know, like, well, okay, well, I think this, I think this, rather than being in those extremes, I think is so much more beneficial. But yeah, for me personally, that's been something to, that I've had to kind of work through mm-hmm. is assumptions that will be, that people will make like, oh, well, if you voted a certain way, then that means you, you believe X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And it's like, maybe I do, maybe I don't. Like, how about we have a conversation <laughs> instead of you just like projecting um, yeah. how I think about something? Like, maybe ask yeah. me first. Because more often than not, it is convoluted. So, yeah. I think too, like even us individually need to do that too. Like I, I'll see something that someone posts online and immediately associate them yeah. one way or the other. And I'm like, why am I doing this? I, I wouldn't want that done to me. I'm Same. You know, like, and, and that's another thing. Like I was so nervous too. I feel very comfortable right now, but I was so nervous about this podcast episode because I was like, Oh, I don't want someone to assume one way or the other, or like a family member hear it and think that I'm, you know, not who my parents raised me to be because I don't think that's yeah. the case. I like, I think there's so much and like, I don't want to get overly, I don't want to overcompensate by continuing to just like blurt out everything, but <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like there's so much more to this conversation than saying like, oh, I voted for so and so or mm-hmm. I didn't and you assume mm-hmm. whatever you want about me. I think it's I mean, it goes like beyond a presidential campaign. I think it goes yeah. to far more than that of who are you who you are as a person and life experiences. Yeah. Life. I think life experiences add so much to it as well. Like, yeah, the things that I've gone through are going to change how I've learned to learn's the wrong word, how I've navigated what I believe and the Mm -hmm. way you were raised, the way someone else was raised, the way my husband was raised, your husband, we're all going to have different opinions. And like, even in my own household, we have different opinions about certain things Mm -hmm. and we're married. Like, (laughs) if we can make that work (laughs) right I'm like but and and they're not like over the top deferring opinions it's just like 
okay, I believe this because this, and you believe that because that, and like, it makes sense for us and how we were raised or what we do in everyday life. And I, I think there's just so many layers to every decision you make and every thought you have. And giving that, again, giving that grace is going to be so important in navigating any conversation you have with friends and family. Yeah, I agree. I think it, yeah, grace, empathy, if you're going to have a conversation that is going to be challenging and mm-hmm. it can be about anything, it can be, it could be something personal that's going on in your life that you need to have a conversation yeah. with somebody about. But before you walk into that conversation, going into it with grace, empathy, a deep breath, <laughs> maybe journaling <laughs> beforehand of what you want to say and what you don't want to say. I think more conversations would be constructive if both whoever's in that conversation would do that right? rather than going into it upset and Mm -hmm. mad and assuming. I think assuming gets us into so much trouble and it's something I've had to work on. Therapy is great. (laughs) Huge advocate (laughs) of therapy because she's kind of pulled me back and is like, are you assuming that or do you know this? Because that can get us into a lot of trouble when we go into certain situations and are assuming this is how a person thinks, this is why they think that, this is, you know, all of these different reasons and get ourselves worked up about situations. I think instead of getting to that place, it's good to perhaps just have the conversation with somebody before you get upset about something. And, you know, like, let's, let's just have a chat and make sure that I'm not just assuming things that are incorrect and then, you know, approaching the conversation, you know, with grace, with empathy. And also like, I know I'm saying this and, you know, probably a lot of our listeners like try to do that. Right. And you and I try to do that. Yeah, I was thinking of an example <laughs> on the other side is not going to do that, <laughs> which yeah, is no. also hard. Yeah. I, there was a point I had a, a conversation with a family member where she was telling me something and I was asking her to explain where she learned it or mm-hmm. where she got her facts. And it was something, like I mentioned earlier, I don't like to have conversations about things I don't know. And I literally did yeah. not know it. And at this point, I can't even remember what it was, but she got so defensive and started yelling at me. And I ended up hanging up. It was on the phone. And I gave her a call back like 10 minutes later. I let us both calm down. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't know what you're talking about. And that's the only reason I asked you. And like, being able to step out of that, she realized, oh, she got defensive because she thinks we believe different things because she assumed that me asking her to explain was me asking her to defend herself. And it wasn't. And like, I mean, I've done it too. I've gotten, I've gotten into those conversations where I get so mad at someone for Mm -hmm. either not listening when they've asked the questions or, you know, there's so many things that can just like spark an anger in you that sparks emotions. Yeah. yeah. You don't, you don't realize it's going to happen. And and then it does. And sometimes you just have to say like, okay, I need, I need five minutes. I need 10 minutes. I need to step away from this or change the conversation. We'll come back to it. But sometimes you're just not in the space for that. Like if I'm stressed out from work, I'm not in the space to talk about it. If I'm, you know, stressed out with a relationship that I'm struggling in, like a friendship, whatever, Mm-hmm. I can't talk about it because that emotion is going to impact how I'm reacting to someone mm, so saying true. something different to me. So, yeah. Something I've learned too, and I think we don't do enough of, is I feel like it's a, an adult conversation, an adult thing to say of like, 
I don't think this is very constructive right now. I want to have this conversation with you, but I don't think that we're in the right, neither of us are in the right headspace or I'm not in the right headspace right now to have this conversation where it ends productively. So can we put a pin in it? Like, can we come back to this later? Yeah. I feel like saying certain things like that or just acknowledging like, okay, hold on. Like, can we pause real quick? I can tell you're getting upset or I'm getting upset and I don't want to in this conversation poorly. And I don't, I also don't want to like get into an argument or like feel like I'm on the defense. I've had to have that conversation with, you know, my husband of like stupid little things. I'm like, (laughs) hold on. Why are you being so defensive about this? And it's just because- Yeah, exactly. Like I had a tone or maybe he was stressed out from work or something. And that's been so helpful for our relationship mm-hmm. as we can, when we both start to say that more to each other of like, okay, hold on. Cause you know how those like stupid little arguments can just yeah. like all of a sudden spiral <laughs> and whatever. But like I've learned over the last year and we both have just like, okay, hold on, pause. Why are we actually arguing about this? Mm-hmm. Like, are we really mad at each other? No, it's because of something else that happened that got is just like, you know, also draining us. Yeah. And so that's been so helpful for our relationship. And I try to also, and obviously it is a work in progress, right? <laughs> um, it is not something that always happens. But I think if we can practice that more of being like, okay, hold on. We're getting very heated here. Mm-hmm. Kim, I love you. So let's <laughs> let's pause for a second. Maybe I had a crappy day at work. I don't know. Yeah. Like, or maybe we should talk about this later. Because I yeah. do think, like, again, like, I think it's good to have those conversations. I, I think sometimes, at least in situations I've been in, sometimes it's frustrating to me when certain people won't have the conversations with me. And I feel like it's just a block there. And I'm like, man, I wish we could just talk about this, but it takes, it takes work. It's, it it takes, I will say like, it takes practice, you know, like for me and Brandon to be able to like do that with each other, it takes practice. Like it's not something that just happens instantly. And it's not something that you're always in the right headspace to do. And like you said, so like, it's helpful when both people are like, attempting that yeah and I think too if you want to have those productive conversations is knowing how to verbalize and this is something I struggle with verbalizing my beliefs and why I believe them and like knowing Mm -hmm. if someone were to ask me to defend something like it could be that they just want to understand better whatever I do struggle to to explain and use my words to say like I believe this because xyz and that's one reason I struggle to even have the conversations in general. But um, when you were talking, it sparked something, another example of a conversation I had with someone where she had asked me a question about, I think it was religion. Yeah, it was religion, politics mixture. And I started to talk and she started to like almost belittle me. Or like try to change my mind. And I was like, okay, I'm answering. My response to her was, I'm answering this so you understand my answer. But you're not changing my mind. I've done my, I've spent my time looking into this. I've spent my time researching. I know what I believe on this particular subject to a T. And you're mm-hmm. not changing my mind. I'm happy to tell you why. I'm happy to hear why you believe. But I don't want this conversation to turn into a Let's convert Haley to believe exactly what I believe. Mm-hmm. 
So I've had, I've had that conversation before and that one's harder. I think with someone who is emotionally intelligent to a, to a capacity (laughs) that can take (laughs) that, you can say that Mm -hmm. too. And she was accept like, she accepted that. She was like, Oh, you Mm -hmm. know, you're right. I was trying to change your mind and I Mm -hmm. don't know why. Like, I think it was the, like a part of her just felt like, Oh, I need to share my story or my thoughts or whatever to get yeah. you on my page. Well, and I think we all want to be heard, right? Yeah. And we all mm-hmm. want to feel heard. And I think that's important when you go into a conversation is making sure you're listening. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also if I think speaking up, if you feel like you're not being heard. Yeah. I think instead of just, cause I've definitely been in that position where I've just like walked away frustrated. Cause I'm like, I just listened to them and they didn't listen to me. And one thing I would like to try to do better is if I am feeling that way, instead of holding on to that resentment, leaving the conversation is to just say it like, okay, hold yeah. on. Like I've, I've listened to you. I would like to say what I think about it as well. It's those adult that's the only thing that comes to my mind is like those adult, that's a very adult thing to say, right? Yeah. <laughs> to, to like, to just say, to just acknowledge it. Like, Hey, this isn't very productive Yeah. or Hey, like I want to be, I want to feel heard. Yeah. Why is and that hard for us to say? <laughs> I think too, like a lot of it does come down to, um, and this is going to be hard to even like share, but I think a lot of it comes down to it being, elders is the wrong word, but people you look up to when you're like, and you respect them and having to kind of put them in their place. Like nobody wants to do that. No one wants, I don't want to, I don't want (laughs) to do it. Like even if I'm on the same page as them, but like still want to say like, okay, but I'm going to, I'm going to push you a little bit and tell you like, have you ever thought of it this way? Like that's Mm -hmm. hard to do to someone who, you know, you've, grown up looking up to or oh yeah that you respect or you know whatever like it's very very hard and thankfully I haven't had to do that very often but Mm -hmm. like we have to remember we are most of us if you're listening to this we are adults (laughs) and we (laughs) have the the right to our own beliefs and our own opinions and yeah if they're willing to have the conversation I think it's it's good keeping it Keeping some kind of boundary around the conversation, though, is is where we have to. That can be our responsibility. Like, if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, I'm about to go into a situation where I know this is going to come up. What can Mm -hmm. you do from this conversation? Can you set those boundaries? Can you navigate how to say, okay, I want to talk about this, but I don't want it to become, you know, hurtful or you know, shameful. I think shame is a big thing in it too. Yeah. It's like people will shame you for what you believe. Yeah. Even if they like, even if there's no reason to like, mm-hmm. anyway. I, yeah. And I think, you know, kind of coming back to is like, okay, how do we continue to have healthy relationships with people that we have strong opinions on things about? Yeah. And, I mean, I feel like that's like what it comes down to, right? Like why we wanted to have this conversation is like, you don't, you don't want to have heavy conversations all the time and you, and, no. and we shouldn't need to, like, mm-hmm. we shouldn't need to every time we see somebody that politics or religion comes up, right? Yeah. Like it just, it's not, 
necessary. And so I think, again, kind of coming back to like, okay, why do we love these people? What do we have in common? What are things that we agree on and like to talk about and like to spend time doing together? It doesn't always have to be something heavy and stressful because that's not, that's how relationships just get more and more strained, I feel like. And I also feel like on the other side, like they can get more and more strained if you avoid conversations and if you avoid talking about something and that could be politics, religion, or just something personal going Mm -hmm. on between the two of you, that sometimes we do have to be an adult and have those heavy conversations for the betterment of the relationship. And I've, you know, personally experienced things go very, very badly when neither party will say, hey, we need to talk. And it sucks. And that really sucks. So I think knowing when, I I think there's discernment in figuring out when to and when not to have the conversation as well. Yeah. About whatever it may be. And knowing like, okay, why do I need to have this conversation? Yeah. Like, is it just to be heard? Have, or has I, have I said something that is hurtful to someone or vice versa? Like, what is the, what is the outcome that you are wanting from the conversation? Mm-hmm. And also going into the conversation, are you no, just kind of acknowledging all situations that could happen, I think is good of like, okay, if this situation does not go how I would love to have it go in my head, am I okay with that? Yeah. And how am I going to handle that? Rather than just going in guns a blazing yeah. <laughs> is like knowing when and when not to, I think is very beneficial. Yeah. And I think too, you, you noting like, what do you want to come out of this conversation? If your want is for them to change their mind, I think you need to revisit why you want yes. to have the conversation because yeah. you're not going to do it in that one conversation. Maybe long-term you would love to change their mind, but again, sure. you do that through experience and impact and like they have to do that on their own. It's not yeah. up to you. Um, but like when you're looking at what do you want to come out of the conversation, do you just want to wipe the slate clean and know that maybe you've never talked about whatever this one thing is and mm-hmm. you just need to get it off your chest of, hey, I've heard you say this. That's not really what I believe. And I want you to know that so that we don't have a really weird, awkward conversation in front of other people because that has definitely mm-hmm. happened to me. And I'm like, yeah. You just sit there in silence because you're like, I don't want to fight you right now, <laughs> but I want to yeah. fight you right now. So. Right. Or if one of us were to pop off with something, that's always my thing is like, I don't know. It feels like something just will pop off out of the blue and I'm just like, I freeze. I'm like, I don't know what to say right now. Yeah. <laughs> I did not like what was said, but I also don't even know what to do. Yeah. Um, and so... Because I also don't want to respond in the heat of the moment, mm-hmm. right? And don't want it to turn into a big confrontation. <laughs> I don't yes. like big confrontations. Yeah. And so just kind of, you know, pacing yourself in that aspect of, all right, what what needs to happen here? And yeah, I like what you said of like, you can't, if your goal is to like, I'm going to go into this conversation and I'm going to, ha- we're going to walk away and they're going to think the same way I do. That's, mm, no. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like so many conversations I've had, the other person was thinking that. And I'm like, okay, this conversation is probably <laughs> done before it started because you came yeah. into it wanting to change my mind or change someone else's mind. Even like if I'm 
a quote unquote on the same side as the person that's doing it, I don't have a problem saying like, this is not productive. You need mm-hmm. to stop because yeah, you're just making whatever my belief is look terrible because you're yeah. arguing to someone who does not care. <laughs> right? I've got that same thing with religion too, of like people putting a bad name on religion based on how someone else acted and mm-hmm. can't disagree with them because I mm-hmm. don't agree with how that person acted either. So I think that too is yep. like not all people who believe the same things act the same way or mm, come true. across with how, why they believe or believe it because of the same thing. So that's yeah. something I've had to challenge myself on is just certain experiences that I have had with religion mm-hmm. and certain things that you see online, right? Cause mm-hmm. everybody speaks their mind online yeah. is having a negative taste in my mouth about certain things and not wanting to have anything to do with it. And I think that goes in general with everything is like, there are certain things that are louder, mm-hmm. whether in person or on the internet, but doesn't always speak for every single person, right? Like yeah. what you said earlier, like that voted that way or whatever. Like every person that voted that way doesn't believe X, Y, and Z, and they yeah. have different opinions. Unfortunately, the way our country is set up, we only have two parties. Yeah. And I, I don't think that's great. Um, <laughs> I think we need more. So I think that causes a lot of the, these type of conversations that we're having to have of like, people being so assuming of like, cause you, there is no middle, there yeah. is only left or there is right. And yep. I think a lot of people wish there were more options. Yeah. I, I Which agree. is good to acknowledge. <laughs> right. Yeah. And kind of step back and remember as we're doing this. Yeah, absolutely. It's a heavy. Yeah. I don't know if like what they, <laughs> hopefully we helped in some way by yeah. talking about this. I think kind of just ending with like, Going into it with grace and just knowing that, you know, it's okay to pause. It's okay to Mm -hmm. speak up and say like, hey, maybe we need to step away. And just acknowledging what you want before you go into into conversations. And also that you don't have to have a heavy conversation every time you see somebody. (laughs) Yes, I think that's a good... I, because I know a lot of it comes down to families because friends, yes, Mm -hmm. you can have these conversations with your friends and have deferring beliefs. But I think a lot of it happens at family functions and family events. And that is the hardest to navigate because they are your family. There's no, I mean, you can cut your family, but at the same time, I know that's why when you asked me earlier, I'm like, uh, well, (laughs) it's it's family usually that I get into these conversations with. So it's not exactly doable. <laughs> yeah. And not everyone is going to always believe that. I mean, we've said that over and over. I, right. I feel like I'm repeating myself at this point, but like you can go into those with the ability to say, you don't want to have the conversation. Um, mm-hmm. you can also go into it prepared for the conversation or prepared to change the conversation. Um, yeah. So I hope whoever is listening, if you're preparing for that event so that, you know, you're going to have to deal with this at, that you feel confident going in knowing I can control this conversation. I don't have to Mm -hmm. be walked all over because I I think a lot of us feel walked all over when they get into the conversations where there are such strong opinions that are not yours. I I think my family has definitely grown in, uh, if they're listening, I'm sure they know what I'm talking about in how we handle these conversations because Uh same, like, I don't think it, when it started, like we talked about 10 years ago, where people actually having these conversations or 
as involved. Right. I maybe not. My family wasn't like I don't Mm-mm. remember my family. No, maybe like I don't know. I, I wasn't remember. paying attention. Yeah, and I think now we are. But when it first started, when we first started having these conversations, it was hard. It was hard not to oh, get yeah. into fights. It was hard not to. Oh yeah. Like. I got tired of it. And like my family doesn't talk mm. politics with me. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I, I will to an extent, but once it gets past that extent, like I get drained, I get so drained. Like Same. even this conversation, we're, we've not talked particulars. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I think, I think I like that about this conversation. So hopefully our listeners did that. We weren't ta- talking about, one party or another or the other. We're not arguing over what we believe. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like we are talking about how to navigate the conversation because it's, you can have conversations. You and I can have conversations about things we Mm -hmm. disagree on without feeling like, oh, Bree sucks or Haley sucks or we can't be (laughs) friends anymore. (laughs) We don't leave the conversation mad at each other. Yeah. Like, Yeah. yeah. You're one person I feel like I could definitely share my thoughts with. And I mean, I know we've Mm -hmm. talked about it and I do still let people assume (laughs) who, who I voted for and all those things. Cause I just, I don't want it to be tied to one particular person in that sense of in 10 years, will it be the same? I don't know. It could be, it could be different how I believe. Yeah. And I'll let that happen as it happens and how I grow. Yeah. It takes a lot of Kindness, understanding, empathy, going into them. And then, you know, it is okay to protect yourself if it is turning and being unproductive and to say, cool, I think we should resume this conversation later or maybe this is something we shouldn't talk about. It's okay to say that too. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. This has been a great conversation. Yeah, a productive I'm glad that one. we had this conversation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hopefully it was helpful for you guys. We'll definitely start a thread about this in our Facebook group. Make sure you guys click the link in our show notes um, to go and join the Bossy community over on Facebook where we can continue the conversations that you're hearing here on the podcast. That's been kind of the heart behind, you know, Haley and I starting this podcast is her and I can have these conversations. You know, we started this podcast because we wanted to be able to have these conversations with you guys. These ones that not many people are talking about or not that we were hearing people talk about. And so part of that is, you know, being able to, we started the group because we wanted to be able to continue these conversations Mm -hmm. with our community, with you guys. So make sure you join us over there. Keeping that in mind, no arguing on the Facebook thread. No arguing. (laughs) We're not here to debate. (laughs) I immediately We're thought here that. to support each other and have empathy. <laughs> I just imagine like going into the Facebook group and being like, oh, no, no, you didn't listen to the episode. <laughs> like you need to go re-listen and then we can, then you can come back. <laughs> we'll take care of it. We'll take care. <laughs> yes. All right, you guys, thanks for listening and we'll see you guys back here next time for a new episode. Bye y'all. Thanks for grabbing drinks with us today. Let's Grab Drinks is brought to you by Bossy Life Co. You can find show notes at letsgrabdrinkspod.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you'd subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast app. Cheers, Cheers friends. friends.